Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi there, dear listener. Lazlo here with a quick pre-roll message for you. Before we get started, I want to let you know there are all kinds of convenient ways for you to support my efforts to bring you all these podcast shows on Chinese history, Chinese sayings, and tea history. If you go to my website at teacup.media and click the support button at the top, you'll find a bunch of ways to show some appreciation. There's Patreon, where you can get early access to new episodes, exclusive content, and an invite to the Teacup Media Discord channel, and more. CHP Premium, that also has early access, exclusive episodes, and ad-free versions of the entire CHP back catalog. Plus, there's several other ways to donate to the show as well. Check the episode show notes for a link to that very page. And my deepest thanks for listening and supporting me and my humble efforts. Hey everyone, Laszlo Montgomery back again with the Chinese Sayings Podcast Season 3 opener. I have ten nice Chengyus all lined up for you. And the theme for this season will be Soldiers and Heroes. Every episode will feature a Chengyu starring a military person or someone who exhibited heroic tendencies. Today is the first of a two-part miniseries that features Chinese sayings that came from one respected warring state's hero. He was from the state of Zhao, and his name was Lin Xiangru. That's fourth tone Lin, not the usual Shuangmu Lin. So, from Lin Xiangru, we're getting not one, but two famous and memorable Chengyu. And today, we look at the one that came first. This was Wan Bi Gui Zhao. Just like almost all of our featured sayings in Season 1 and Season 2, this Chengyu has four characters, as usual. Let's break them apart. Wan, the first character, means finish or complete. Second character, Bi. Maybe you've seen these before. Uh, a B is a flat jade disc that has a hole in the middle. In the old days, it was an object used in rituals and ceremonies. These days, they're a Chinatown gift shop stalwart. Wan B, the complete B, the complete jade. Gui means to give back or return something. And Zhao, well, this refers to the warring kingdom of Zhao also a common Chinese surname. Present-day Zhao State uh, would be spread out over the provinces of Hebei, Shanxi, Shanxi, and Inner Mongolia. Ground zero, ancient China. Gui Zhao, return to Zhao. And then we string all four characters together, Wan Bi Gui Zhao, and we have complete jade, return to Zhao. If you're familiar with the following story, then this all makes sense to you. If not, just sit right back and you'll hear a tale. A tale of a fateful trip. So, as I was saying, Lin Xiangru was this model court official who was upright and served his king, King Hui Wen of Zhao, to his utmost ability. Rather than always trying to find ways to line his pockets, he always kept the best interests of the state as his top priority. 
is Sima Qian wrote in the records of the grand historian, the Shi Ji, under King Hui Wen, Zhao's fortunes peaked, but they had a badass next-door neighbor who had grand designs on them, not to mention the other five states left over from the Zhou dynasty. This predator, of course, was the kingdom of Qin, led by the Ying clan and their current ruler, Zhao Xiang, building on all the reforms previous to his reign, had completely transformed Qin into a fighting force that had quickly earned a reputation for their discipline and viciousness on the battlefield. And as I said, King Xiaoxiang was looking for a few good acquisitions. As our story goes, one day back in Handan, the capital of Zhao, King Huiwen received a diplomat from Qin who had an offer from King Xiaoxiang. The Qin king, in the missive, said that he had heard it through the grapevine that the famous He Shi Bi, this fabled jade bee ornament, had somehow come into the possession of the Zhao king. Zhao Xiang was about midway through a 57-year reign, and he was one of those rulers who, well, when he wanted something, and he wanted it now, no excuses. Now, this piece of jade had quite a provenance to it, and was even mentioned in the Han Feizi, the classic work that forms the central nervous system of legalist thought. So in 283 BCE, Zhao Xiang told his messenger to go to Handan and promise King Huiwen that in exchange for this jade bee, he was offering 15 cities inside Qin that he would hand over to Zhao. <laughs> that wasn't a small prize. I mean, you could tax farm those places and make a hefty sum, not to mention conscript soldiers and laborers. There are 15 cities. The Zhao King Huiwen called his most trusted advisor, Lin Xiangru, and instructed him to take the He Shi Bi to the Qin capital at Xianyang, near modern-day Xi'an, and hand over the Bi for these 15 cities. Lin Xiangru was a little bit smarter than his sovereign, and he knew King Chao Xiang of Qin was a man who famously couldn't be trusted. So Lin was wary about this offer, as well as this mission. But the order came from his king, so he had no choice in the matter. Just the same, he decided to show extra caution in handing over the jade. Lin Xiangru thereupon started heading west in the direction of Qin. The He Shi Bi was with him at all times. He had promised his king that he would carry out this job for him, and if the Qin ruler reneged on his side of the bargain, he'd return the He Shi Bi to Zhao, all in one piece. So he arrived in Xianyang, and Lin Xiangru, on behalf of the king of Zhao, ceremoniously handed over the jade to King Zhao Xiang. And then Lin Xiangru retired to his suite of rooms to wait for the deeds and documents to be handed over, giving Zhao title to these promised 15 cities. Well, to make a long story short, Lin Xiangru wasn't far from the mark with respect to what followed. He called that one right. He waited and waited and waited, and of course, King Zhao Xiang decayed him. Didn't know who he was when Lin Xiangru started pressing the king to honor his side of the deal. So now... All was out in the open. King Zhao Xiang was telling Lin Xiangru, and therefore the state of Zhao, thanks for the He Shi Bi. I decided not to hand over the 15 cities in return. So, Lin Xiangru was in a bit of a bind. 
King Zhaoxiang had the Hesherbi and the 15 states. So Lin Xiangru couldn't go back to Zhao empty-handed, especially not after making such a solemn promise to his king. So he came up with a plan. He spread word around that the Hesherbi had a flaw in it that greatly diminished its value as a ritual or ceremonial object. One of the Qin king's men ran back and told him this, and Zhao Xiang was up in arms. What flaw? What was wrong with that? No one ever said anything like this before. So with the Hesher Bi in hand, the king summoned Lin Xiangru to his palace and demanded to know, what's up with that? So Lin Xiangru took the Hesher Bi from King Zhao Xiang and jumped back and raised it above his head and threatened to smash it to pieces on the ground if anyone tried to molest him. And he furthermore said he would smash his head against one of the pillars in the palace and bash his own brains out. And this threw the palace into an uproar. <laughs> you didn't see something like this every day. So Lin Xiangru at last demanded the king wait three days, fast, and reflect on this matter. Or else. Well, everyone retired to their sides, and for the next three days, things settled down. This was 283 BCE. No one knew yet that in 61 years, the Qin would defeat all the warring states and unify China and start an empire. And Lin Xiangru was a diplomat from Zhao, and causing him any harm or coming under suspicion for a diplomat's death was was a major headache back in the Eastern Zhou days. So most monarchs wanted to avoid getting caught up in these kinds of diplomatic uproars. Before meeting again with King Zhao Xiang, Lin Xiangru passed the Hesher Bi to one of his underlings and instructed him to head back to Handan, 750 kilometers away, post-haste. The trusty aide took off at once and did just as instructed, returning to Handan via Weinan, Changzhou, and Anyang. Lin Xiangru, however, he remained behind in Qin to face the music. He had deceived the king of Qin, but didn't King Zhaoxiang cheat Lin Xiangru by promising the 15 cities in return for the Hesherbi? What could he do? It was all out in the open. I mean, everybody knew. He couldn't kill him now. I mean, what would people say? So with his teeth grinding and seething with anger, the king allowed Lin Xiangru to return home to Zhao. And Lin arrived back in Handan and was given a hero's welcome. This was his big moment. He had not only brought the Hesher Bi back to Zhao intact, all in one piece, as promised, he had also stood up to the king of Qin and showed him that Zhao people had some backbone. His political career really took off, and in no time at all, he was chief minister to the king of Zhao. Not bad. As you can imagine, this matter of Wan Bi, the complete Bi, meaning the Hesher Bi, being Gui returned to Zhao. It was a big deal back then. Wan Bi, Gui, Zhao. The whole jade returned to Zhao. When you say you're going to give something back to someone or return something to its rightful owner, that's a Wan Bi, Gui, Zhao situation. This Chengyu doesn't have that many uses, but I can tell you over the last 30 years or so, I found myself in a few situations where I used it myself. Always getting a good laugh. Okay, that was the inside word on Lin Xiangru, Qin Zhaoxiang Wang, and Zhao Huiwen Wang. Next week, we'll look at the sequel to this story. 
Yes, Lin Xiangru makes an encore appearance, so be looking for that. Until then, mes amis, season three, we're off and running. This is Laszlo Montgomery signing off from Los Angeles, California. I'm not going anywhere, so do consider coming back next week for another juicy Chinese saying. It'll be a good one, I promise. Take care, everyone.